Electric Woolsdale. Hello and welcome. This is Electric Woolsdale. It's a podcast about football. Uh, and, and we are back with another episode after the World Cup to sort of like soothe your post-World Cup anxieties and, and melancholy. My name is uh, Mikko Kapanen. I'm here with my son, Luanle. How are you doing today? Good. You're doing good. That's good. Nothing else? Just good? <clears throat> yeah, but I'm going to play football. You're going to play football. Okay, so so that's that's true. We've, we've been having nice summer weather, so it's it's certainly a nice thing to, to do. Today we have some uh, very interesting topics of conversation. I think I think we are elevating uh, the conversation a little bit. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit about some of the topics that were raised during the World Cup. Uh, we're not going to so much be trying to summarize what happened in a World Cup. We know what happened. And to be honest with you, if I if I may do the small talk bit a little bit long, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good, as uh, Larry David himself would say. It was, uh, it was uh, the team. Well, go on. How did you find the World Cup? You were supporting France. I know that because I was supporting France. We were supporting France together, of course. No. You said that France would lose to Brazil in the quarterfinals. Okay, well, this is true. I didn't think I was supporting France. This is what I've said, and I can say this on the record. I didn't think that France would quite yet have what it takes um, to win against Brazil and to win against Germany. And I thought that um, I thought that France would do well, and I was supporting France. There's a one thing to say that you're supporting a team and that you you, you necessarily think that they're going to win. That's like I know. yeah. So no, I was supporting France in, in every game, and actually, uh, I was also supporting like uh, in all the games where the opposition was like clearly not on the same level. Like, like, um, like if it like for instance Spain and um, Russia. Russia. Mm. Yeah, the Spain Russia match. I was um, I was supporting Russia. Yeah, you were always supporting the underdog. That is yeah. true. But on the on the on the whole and the bigger scheme of I things, I was so happy. Like when 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 Russia dropped Spain, I think that was the happiest moment. Maybe even the ha- ha- even I was maybe even happier than when Russia when, than when France won the World Cup. But. No, okay. Maybe. I'll yes, I'm not sure if I buy that entirely. I'm not sure if I if I believe you. Well, okay, I was much happier when the world when <laughs> Russia won the World Cup, but Ru- Russia, France, yes. <laughs> but that doesn't matter. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right, my friend, because the truth of the matter is that uh, that 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 I I know I'm aware that you were supporting the underdog, and that was uh, that was something that that was happening. But also France, and uh, they had a good team. We're going to talk a little bit about the French team uh, a little bit later. But also other topics that we're going to talk a little bit about. We're going to talk uh, some big topics, these other topics. We're going to talk a little bit about racism in football and how it kind of came out during this tournament. That was one of the topics of conversation, especially in the aftermath. But very much so before the uh, competition itself started. And then we're going to talk about perhaps one of the biggest topics of conversation uh, that uh, was you know kind of like coming up from this world cup and 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 of course uh 
I think it was highlighted by the video refereeing. It was the diving. It's basically a diving in football and, and, and just sort of like faking injuries, faking contact, um, sort of embellishing uh, a, a, a tackle or whatever. All those different things. Um, and we could start from that, actually. Uh, of course, the big conversation started, I guess, it was sparked by Neymar's antics. Uh, <laughs> you were you were not too uh, impressed by Neymar's uh, Neymar falling and, and, and rolling. Well, the thing is that Neymar does dive a lot, but he also gets, like, he always... He also gets fouled a lot. Mm-hmm. That's mm. like I think he was fouled like twelve times or eleven times during the match against Switzerland. Mm. I think that's one of the things that now a lot of the times when these conversations are being had, and it's as a media outlet. Now these days, when we are having a lot of online media, we are also doing online media of our own here, but we are we're having like these big outlets you know, who are talking about these things, big um, big media houses, sport media and uh, and other other media. Um, and they want clicks. What they need is clicks. They want people to click their article. Click, 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 click. So it's called clickbait journalism. So basically what happens is that they need to just have this, um, have a headline that seems like, oh, you know, uh, this is this is must read article and usually it doesn't really have a lot uh, and and this diving I think became one of them and Neymar to take one of the world stars and 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 really like drag him in the mud it becomes something that people love that's how we are as a species uh, well the thing is that like even when in like my age group people do like dive a bit and well they usually do get away with it but I don't dive that like only if like I have an opportunity to score a goal and then or if I've been fouled but I can still like I, I, I don't fall I do usually continue the game but if it's like some like in a way that we're like losing 1-0 or something well if somebody fouls me and well I, I could maybe stay up but then I'm well I do fall because uh, well I can get a free kick or a penalty for it and well, usually those are the places where my team are very strong at mm. those. I, I think that this is a moral question whether it's right or whether it's wrong and i think that now there are a lot of people who are thinking that it's 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 very wrong and it's always wrong but of course there are many shades of gray so like for instance if you are being um if somebody like tackles you and doesn't hit the ball and comes to your ankles and whatever and and then so that's basically like a, a contact that's a kind of contact that would lead to a a free kick or, or would lead to a whatever it would lead to a penalty say, say it happens in a box and it and it would basically like it could lead to a, so so there is a contact there is something that is a suspicious there and then you kind of like embellish that you you fall dramatically so basically like you are just drawing the referee, re, referee's attention to the fact that 
something happened. But then there's another situation where nobody touches you and and you are and then you are falling. So basically like like there's like a there's like a moral difference, you know, like it, it's it's not is it is it as wrong to fall when there's no contact than to fall a little bit harder when there is a contact or or like roll over like all these things that that I, Neymar I was then criticized for. Yeah, yesterday when I was um, playing football with my friends or my teammates uh showed me like these clips from Instagram where pe- like football players were just diving and um apparently like now I realize that Neymar is a big meme because there was like this video where <coughs> Neymar had been like he was rolling on the ground because he got hurt or something and then there was just like some meme and then there's like a w- video where just Neymar was rolling and then he was like in these weird places like Paris and mm. all these places and then also there was these clips with like those football players like Ronaldo like the ball is like coming somebody puts a cross in from back and then he and then he's running and then the opposition is behind him then the opposition is like over half a meter away from him and then he all of the time it looked like he he got hit by the ball or he was dodging mm. the ball but then he just all of the time mm. fell and he mm. got a penalty and then it's so funny and then there are these people like they're actually very clever ways of like um diving and acting because like people can usually just like kick the ground and then they fall or then if somebody if you're having the ball and then you accidentally like have a too like the touch is too hard and it goes far from you and you're trying to get it but the opposition is ahead of you and then when they're like stepping and you're like next to them like they can step like five cents away from you but because the referee is so far you can just jump and start holding like rolling on the ground and holding your leg that ah oh, that guy mm. stepped on my toes and my foot. yeah and 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 I, and I bet those things happen and they happen quite a lot it's part of the game but if i'm if i'm kind of like looking if you're looking a little bit at the backstory of this thing so basically um the english football media and the english pundits the english the people who are talking about football they always like to They are very, very critical of this diving and embellishing these uh, falls that that happen in football. But there's an unfortunate backstory to this because they tend to always blame um, the the who they call a, a foreign players. I'm doing the inverted commas, uh, foreign players, especially the South Americans. So they think it's particularly South American thing, which you know it might be that it's been part of the South American uh, football aesthetic for 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 a longer. It's 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 more of a thing there. But now <clears throat> we are not. Talk- it's easy to talk about like name. Uh, it's nice to take Neymar down for those people because he's a great player and this is what he does he's also quite a small size player so you know and he's he he plays in such a way that people like to uh, people like to to take a lot of contact and and he's very technical because sometimes he he they, 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 sometimes he, he likes to humiliate people so there's a element of revenge when it comes to that but also sometimes you know it's it's kind of like a difficult to stop him uh, in in other ways and 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 now what we are not talking about is we're not talking about like Sergio Ramos. 
he's when he's when he is like pretending to get hurt we're not talking so much about him we're not talking about when these english players hendersons and other ones when they are like like uh, when, when they are when they are embellishing contact that there's a contact and then they're embellishing like this is something that happened we're not talking so much about them we're always taking some of these other players that we're thinking because we, we, we like to not and when i say we i'm not saying you and i i'm not saying like any i'm just saying in general people are taking this kind of like a scapegoat and i think that neymar kind of became a scapegoat which was easy to make a neymar scapegoat because Uh, people don't. People really like that. Oh, he had too many different hairstyles during the World Cup, and uh, oh, he he wasn't playing to his standard originally. But personally, I think that it it was a little bit embarrassing to see how people were kind of like just taking, uh, just like trying to assassinate his character. Do you know what I mean when I say that they were just really yeah, trying know, to ruin his reputation? Before when Neymar played in Barcelona. I did kind of like get mad when like he was diving a lot when in the Champions League game against PSG. I know. But PSG didn't play that well. I don't know mm. how they screwed that up, but somehow but then when like like the Barcelona gets the penal a penalty. Mm. That was for, Suarez that the last the well, last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but they got a penalty for that that Neymar, like barely touches Monier's mm. head mm. when Monier is on the ground. Mm. Then he's trying, and then, like, he like, if somebody would have known to get a free kick or penalty, it would have been PSG. Well, they can't get a penalty, but at least a free kick, because, I, or because I don't really think that Monier was trying to trip Neymar with his mm. head. Mm. And Neymar barely even touched his head, yeah. and then Neymar falls on the ground, and then they get a penalty for that. No, I know, I know, and 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 as 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 a as a somebody who has been following PSG and who supports them, I I know uh, Neymar's uh, I know Neymar's antic from both sides. I I, I I know how he how he does it, and 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 it's frustrating to be on the other side, and and sometimes it's a little bit embarrassing to be on the same side. But the point is that he's a great player, he's an amazing player, and they they uh, they are going very hard at him, and oh, he yeah. and even in this World Cup, I think what people forgot is that. He was just recovering. He barely recovered. Like I don't think. I think he played like a one or like one and a bit friendlies before the World Cup. He was basically coming out of uh, injury, uh, and not just out of injury, but out of operation. His ankle had been operated. Uh, he got injured uh, in a match against Marseille earlier. Earlier, I think could it maybe it was February or some around that time, early part of the year, and he had been away from uh, from football for a long long time and then he <clears throat> then he was playing and and scoring nice goals in in some friendly matches before the uh, kind of warm up matches before the uh, before the world cup but then uh, then basically he came into the competition very cold he basically came he hadn't he, he he didn't have the same you know like a routine that those other players did so so i think that was something that that we um that it's easy to kind of also like look like ignore when you are when you are when you're thinking about his tournament and 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 perhaps he wasn't on his level but i think you know there was also other reasons but what i wanted to say about diving nevertheless is that we can look at it the other way also we have a video refereeing now especially this competition the the world cup there was a video refereeing 
So basically, there shouldn't be too much controversy there in that sense that they can check these things. But it's also like an aesthetic, like it's it's like something that I compare diving and embellishing these uh, falls in football a bit like graffiti. Now, different cities they have graffiti. We're just coming back from Berlin. Everywhere graffiti, everywhere. Now. Graffiti, we can think about it as a terrible thing, like many people think about this diving in football. That is, oh, this is the wrong thing. You shouldn't. Personally, I don't. Personally, I don't think that graffiti is bad. I think it's a part of urban city aesthetic. I think it's part of like the way that the city looks like. So I'm fine with there being graffiti, even though I understand that some people don't like it. Now, if we fight against the idea of, of diving, it's the same thing as fighting against the idea of graffiti, because you can't win that. There will always be those, there's always be graffiti. So if you are just going to be walking around feeling like, oh, there's a graffiti, oh, that's like, oh, I'm being upset and frustrated by that, you're just going to ruin your own life. The same thing, I think, with diving in football. If you are going to be angry at every time that somebody dives in football, that's going to just make your own life very basically difficult and and your own enjoyment of the beautiful sport that's going to become like uh that's that you're going to compromise that you're really going to compromise your own enjoyment of the sport so i would say personally that just like so many cities have been doing uh making peace with the with the, um with the say that they have a graffiti around i would say that in football as a football fans we must also make peace with the fact that there is a there is um There's diving and things of that nature happening in football. That's my opinion. I think we should embrace diving as a part of uh, a part of the sport. I think that's that's my opinion about it. Do you think that we can just enjoy diving as a part of football? Well, I mean, the thing is that well, diving kind of like spoils the game, mm. like if it's done too much. But it does add a bit of excitement and drama into the game. I think that's the best summary that I could do. I I, I agree 100%. I, I'm not saying when I say that we should kind of accept that it's part of the game. I'm not saying that we should all just roll and fall and everybody says that wouldn't be much fun. That would be very boring because uh, because that's not what we want. But I think that uh, when it, like I appreciate also. <laughs> that it's like it's like it's like a dance it's like i don't i don't I'm, i'm not offended by some of it but if it becomes too much then it com- becomes very boring as well so i think you summarized it very well thank you all right let's go to another topic another topic um uh, that is um a very serious one we we're talking a little bit about racism in football now let me uh let me um start off by saying that I remember leading up to this when uh, when uh, uh, people heard that uh, football is going to be in Russia. People were very uh, concerned in a lot of, especially European countries, and European football countries, and 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 kind of rightly so. I think uh, they were saying that oh, there's going to be a problem with the with the with the racism and the Russian fans. You know, are, are you know they can be racist and and Russia can is a racist society, and and it was very much sort of demonized that this is this is going to be a problem for these European uh, teams, many of which are incredibly uh, diverse. They've got players from all over the world who are who have the citizenship of those countries. Um now I'm not taking I'm not I'm not uh taking anything away away from 
that argument as such. I'm not saying that, I'm, I mean, Russia, uh, it's been documented, they have their problems with, with racism and, 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 and that, is, that is nothing to be excused, obviously, that is clear. Um, but during this World Cup, during this World Cup, they weren't really like, uh, I, I didn't hear that there were incidents of racism by the Russian fans or supporters or well, citizens. I don't think so, because I think they were mostly concentrating on their own country since they got so far. Yeah, well, well, well th- this is true also, but they weren't, they weren't like, nevertheless, you know, all these things that people had been talking about for years, and they had been talking about these things for many years in advance. Oh, this is going to be a problem. None of those threats as such came came to to happen it, they didn't come to fore they they that was something that that didn't happen but what did happen uh, what did happen was that a lot of these players who are having uh, kind of like a different different types of background so i'm talking about like for instance raheem sterling uh, jamaican Uh, born, he's even he was born in Jamaica, I think. But ne- nevertheless, yeah. he's a British Caribbean. He's, he's Afro Caribbean. He's specifically Caribbean, Jamaican, a British person, English player. Plays for for the English national team. That's what he's chosen to play for. But the media likes to hate him. The British media, the, the British media that I consider to be especially the very kind of like a racist part of it. This kind of a trash tabloid media, very very uh, poor quality. And I mean, I studied media in England. I. I Maybe I have too much of a bone to pick with them, but at the same time, I don't think so. I think that that tabloid media is a kind of toxic thing. But they really don't like Raheem Sterling. And before the World Cup, because of a tattoo that he had taken, they uh, were on a campaign against him. They want a campaign that he needs to be kicked out from the national team or he needs to not go there. And 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 basically kind of stuff that uh, was to destabilize the whole um What Even the whole, whole national team. What kind of uh, what kind of tattoo would it need to be that the, he would need to be kicked out of? He uh, see, this is the thing. Raheem Sterling, uh, who's who who lost his father to um, to to a gun violence, uh, he took a, a picture of a weapon in his. Uh, was it right foot? Is he right footed? And and <clears throat> there's like in his right. I think calf muscle somewhere he has got this kind of like a like a machine gun so he had explained this whole thing by saying that that uh, because of his dad um, passed away because of gun violence that he will never touch guns in his life and and this is the only shooting that he does is with his feet in in terms of football as a figure of speech now one of these terrible uh, news news outlets and they really aren't news outlets it's it's just what it is that had been even like adding to his comment when he's saying that he will never touch guns or some such and they had added again and said like i will never touch guns again as if he's been like as he as like So basically, they are just changing his. And there was this terrible campaign against him and saying, oh, gun violence is a terrible thing. Wow, wow, wow. Raheem Sterling is making this happen and all that stuff. And it was a terribly hateful, idiotic campaign because racism is idiotic. It's not a very clever thing, right? It's it's very difficult to come up with very strong intellectual basis for racism because it's such a stupid idea. So this was basically a mindless campaign that really only works for people who are, who, who, who are racist, right? Uh, and 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 
the credit to the English team. I think they were showing their support uh, to, uh, to, uh, to, to a large extent to Raheem Sterling and, and that's fair play. And they went on to have a good tournament and that's fine. But basically before the tournament, Raheem Sterling was what can only be described as as a, as a, as a victim of a, of a racism by press, by this you know, people, the, the tabloid press. Now, then what happened, uh, also another incident that was happening was uh, in Sweden, Germany game, uh, the last moments, uh, Jimmy Dumas, who is uh, of, is he of Syrian origin? I'm not sure, but nevertheless, he's got an origin from another guy, he's a Swedish player. He, uh, he he got another, he's got, a, he's got some, uh, uh, his, his, his family background comes from another country. And because he gave away this uh, free kick from which, Tony Cross scored that nice goal that he did. It was a nice oh, goal. That, that was a crazy goal. Yeah, that was probably the highlight <coughs> of Germany's whole whole tournament, and that's fine. But uh, but but nevertheless, so so then he was uh, um, a victim of some racist outrage by by his supporters, by other people like this from Sweden, and and they made a statement. He made a statement that he's Swedish and he's like all these things, and and then. Uh, the whole team behind him. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to repeat what they were saying. But the whole team, Swedish national team behind him, was standing behind him. And in the end, they were basically like saying, condemning racism and saying that that this is nonsense. You know, not using the the the, the, the swear words that they were they were using there. But nevertheless, this is what they were saying. So that was another incident. And then and then even a third incident was because of obviously Germany didn't have. Um, a great World Cup, and and Mesut Özil, who is of Turkish origin, uh, he had also been in a photograph with the with the Turkish president uh, Erdogan, who is uh, was not a good guy uh, in my books. He's not in a he's not a good guy. The Turkish president. There's a lot of problems in Turkey, human rights violations, and all that. And Özil, Mesut Özil had been taking picture with him, but but uh, but uh, and I'm not excusing that. But he does whatever he does. I think there's this idea of national patriotism where people are just thinking that they need to stand <clears throat> with the leaders of their countries no matter who they are this is a a, a reference from before your birth but you know um you, you, obviously you know beyonce you know beyonce and beyonce before she became a solo artist she was a cr- in a group called destiny's child you know destiny's child mm, you've heard, heard you've heard of destiny's child right this is really you know this is your age you you were before the Destiny's Child was before you. Then, uh, before Barack Obama, the president was George W. Bush. You've heard of George W. Bush, have you? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. So, when George W. Bush, who was, for all intents and purposes, a terrible president, um, and, and kind of unworthy, although I don't really know w- what makes one worthy of that job, but anyway, he was not really a great president. But Destiny's Child, including Beyonce and that, they, were, they went to sing and perform in, in his inauguration when he came to the job they went to sing there and they were basically just saying that when people were like why would you why would you do that and they were just saying that no they're just like patriotic americans and blah 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 so there's this idea i think this is the same kind of mentality i don't agree with it but whatever who's who is asking my opinion that this is what mesut Özil did with this president but now that's that's beside the point a lot of people also criticize that mesut Özil is not as good player as he once was well i don't know but the truth of the matter is that there's no reason why there should the reason why uh the reason why um germany lost to south korea Mm. was because uh, like mesut Özil was actually the only player on the whole pitch who was trying like everybody else were just standing and looking at the ball Mm. 
and then Mrs. Ursula is the only person who even tried, and then, mm. and then the fans and everybody are just mad at Mr. Ozil because he didn't because he didn't score goals or something like he was actually the only uh, person trying or who even played and if you would ask many of my teammates they would agree mm, I'm sure and I actually didn't see that match but nevertheless uh, <clears throat> I think that it would take a lot from one player uh, to kind of screw up the whole tournament for a whole country especially Especially, uh, you know, the size and stature of well, Germany. Well, I can understand maybe the way that the fans would react, like if the uh, Turkish president is not a well good guy or a nice guy, like you said. Plus, maybe because it's not the German president, I may may understand, but not. But I'm not sure if it's it's not. It's not worth racism. That no, nothing, nothing ever is. And I think that I think that there's like it's a very definite line. I think that there's not there's no excuse for that. But now you are you are also a a a, a young man of 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 of, of who, who belong to both Europe and Africa. You're living we're living here in Europe, uh, and you are also like an an, an African young man. Um, have you got have you had these experiences yourself? Not, not from the media <laughs> so <laughs> the media doesn't come to write about your matches but but on a pitch like <clears throat> how do you how 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 is there is there anything that <clears throat> you 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 can say about that well well the thing is that i never like like sometimes there's like this discussion like uh if during the match there might be an issue If somebody said this or not, I never want to see anything if I'm not proud 100% sure, mm. because then I might make myself look stupid. Yeah, uh, that kid uh, misunderstood this and this word for that word and everything. So that's why I'm, I never say anything or do anything until I'm sure. Mm. And this has never luckily happened on a football pitch. Yeah, there's been happening few few times, <clears throat> outside, even in a football context, but outside yeah. of, I, I remember we've had to deal with this matters, uh, matters a couple of times. And, and, and it's really, it's really, it's, it's really uh, frustrating. And it's really, you know, it's, it's so stupid. It's so stupid and it's so unnecessary. So it's just this unnecessary thing that is that is that is kind of like but so but the the thing is that there aren't really there isn't really any word that you could like call like like I like there's no there's no like like you can't really call like the thing is like me and my friends that like basically nearly Like most of my friends mm. are not Finnish people. Like I'm mm. no, I well, oh, oh, basically oh, not. Mm. Well, they're they're born in Finland, but they're not like a Finn. They have like they have backgrounds, backgrounds in a different places. And yeah. like that, the thing is that. Um, uh, the thing is that we've been talking that, like. 
like all the Finnish people here, like they mm. can call us whatever they want. Like mm. there's so many words to call us mm. because we're not Finnish, but there's no word for Finnish people in any language. Mm. Nothing. This is this is actually not true. In in that I know what you mean, and it doesn't take the the point away. The Swedish do have certainly. Uh, well, Swedish, the, but we don't know any Swedish anyway. Yeah, they 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 have been, but but that's not that's not to say. It's just that that uh, it is it is, and 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 I don't think that the point is to to call people. I think we can call people by their names. We can celebrate the the different yeah, backgrounds. Yeah, nobody and, calls us our names. Yeah. Yeah. So these are, but these are the, these are the problems. Then these are the problems when they become a frustration. When it becomes like like this, that is actually like I'm not trying to make too too much of a cliche segue, but this actually takes us to our, our next topic quite well, which is the French team. Now um, the the French team obviously went on to win. Uh, like we we're saying earlier, we were supporting them, so that was a that was a nice thing. It was a beautiful moment. Uh, I have, I admit, I have before, uh, kind of jokingly called uh, the French team, the West Africa United, and I, and I and 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 I and I and I call that from a place of love because, you know, uh, I am I to me um, being from Africa or Africa is not a, it's not a death. I'm, it's not a bad thing. It's a positive thing. But I also, I of course understand that when there are other peoples in this country, like you, when you are saying, like if you are if you are saying that. Uh, say for instance, now you're talking about your friends, and you guys, you know, there are people from a different backgrounds. And, well, the and thing is, I always want to go play football uh, to the football pitch. There's like always one or two Finnish people. Mm. Everybody else are from uh, from African background. Uh, like uh, North yeah. Africa, Middle East. Uh, Uh, Russia, wherever you take, I I I know, uh, or 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 former Yugoslavian like Albanian or Kosovo or whatever. They're like a lot of different uh, nationalities. But but here's the thing: basically, what happened is that that you that you you guys can be both. That's that's not that. This is exactly what was talked about. Yeah, but the thi- the thing is that like um, most of my friends are born here in Finland. They mm. had the Finnish nationality and everything. And um, I, 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 I. You were born in South be- Africa. I'm yeah. like the, mm. I'm. I I would say that I'm best in Finnish, and mm. I'm, and even though I'm the youngest, well, okay, mm. maybe not always because there are a lot of people like there, are people from the African continent and like you said in all those other places and. Well, even though I'm youngest out of my team, I speak. I think the best Finnish out of the people mm-hmm. who are not Finnish, and you, I think I'm possibly the, out of the oh, possibly in general. Well, you have well, a very good strong yeah, because you come from a home. I am well, not trying to pick us up, but you come from a home where we speak. You know, we, we whatever languages we speak, we try to speak it well, in a way. Yeah, but the thing is that I'm not born in Finland, so basically. Nobody really know. Like it's always been a question that how do I know how to speak this and that, and stuff like that. That hey, I'm totally African. Like, like yeah, you, you how can you be at all Finnish? Like you look so African, and or are you Finnish in that way or what or what or what? Uh, well, I don't really know. Like, because the thing is that 
like in our football team, the thing is that there's a big like we have a group that like like to play with each other, because well, the thing is that the environment is a bit more rough because like, uh, I think it's like maybe we have like different backgrounds than like most like like Finnish people and everything, and um, I. I like being there because I can see people who are like me because I've always grown up playing with Finnish people. I've always been the only person of color nearly in my class and everything. And um, mm-hmm. this is this is uh, the, I I I hear what you're saying. Uh, it's very good that you're saying it. I also think I I do I do say I think that what is happening also is that. What if these Finnish kids are, 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 are as much of a ruffians as, as anybody, and much more so? And we are here now in Finland, so we're talking about that context. And I'm sure that the same applies to. Um, yeah, but the thing is that was uh, with my friends. The thing is that if you start messing around with somebody like for real, it, like we all try to avoid fights. Mm. But if I if I would if we would be there like with some Finnish kids, like, and they would be doing the same things to us. And I think the way I know, like, quite many people, like, they won't stop if you say stop. They will just continue. And then when you actually get mad and angry and aggressive, they'll be, like, running already a kilometer away from you when you get, like, like aggressive and all of that. Like, they, like, the thing is that with us, If 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 you do that, and we don't do that that much, but if you really do that, well, you there's never been a fight yet, but like there might be. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I don't think that anybody's gonna run away. I think the uh, way I mm. know the, the, my friends. Mm. Uh, th- this is this is very in- interesting and very important. It is slightly it's not it's not exactly what we're talking about here, but it is it's very important and it takes us to a very important point. But, so here's my question to you: If I'm taking us back to the what we what we wanted to talk yeah. about, okay? So the French national team. Do you think that all these all these French players they probably grown up with situations like this and probably possibly even worse or, or or kind of similar they've had these similar things and they have been feeling like oh all of us what 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 but now that they win the world cup then they are like french so basically what i'm saying that if if as if by magic you and your friends now from all corners of the world became the national team of this country and now it's getting very hypothetical you guys would win a world championship for finland and all of the players would be like you know from iraq and south africa and uh, you know gambia and and morocco and russia and wherever and all of the players do you think that they would still call you guys like oh you know you are you are these guys who are like oh this is this african kid no they would call you like they I don't think they would call us finnish Oh my goodness! They would so call you Finns if you guys. This is what has happened to the French team. So basically, what I'm saying is that yeah, uh, French. Like, yes. Yeah, the French because like like maybe half of them are like African or uh, uh, North uh, African and uh, stuff like that. Probably more than half. But the point 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 that I'm trying to make is that those kids, those players, when they've been growing up, they have been referred to as immigrants. 
they have been referred to with a lot worse names than that. They have been referred to as these African kids or these kids from the here and there and there and there. But as soon as they become like these champions, like this is what Mesut Özil said when he stopped playing for the German, when he decided, when he said made the statement that he's not going to play for the Mannschaft, the German national team anymore. He was basically saying that when they win, he's a German. When they lose or when he makes a mistake, he's an immigrant. So basically, like if you do something bad, then they call you an immigrant, and if you do something good, then they call you German. So it's almost like this thing that you have to win over and. And that I think is the same thing with the with the French team. And and I don't want to take anything away from their Frenchness. Just like I don't want to, um, I wouldn't take anything away because identity is a complicated thing. And you can have one or more, like you can have two or even more identities. You can have uh, like a national identities. It's it's perfectly normal. And you guys, what you're talking about, you are all what sometimes referred to as a three cultures, three culture kids. So basically. You got a you got a culture from one country, and then you got a culture from another country, and then you create a third culture that is kind of like a mixture of all these different things. So, a lot of the kids, uh, it can be different thing at home and school, so that they can like in, at their home it can be very different culture than it is when they go outside or when they go to school and and everybody. So everybody is kind of like living that kind of thing, and I think this is the situation that was happening with the French, uh, with the French team as well. But now. Um, They, they they did something magnificent. So all of a sudden, it's like said that oh you know like they they are, they are French and and that's fine. I, if they feel French and they play for the French national team, then why wouldn't they be called French? But the thing is that why wouldn't they also be? Why wouldn't we also celebrate that they are part of the kind of a multicultural France? And that multiculturalism, of course, comes from kind of a negative things like a, like a colonialism and what France has done to the other countries. So so I think that this is this is something that. That 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 is that is noteworthy. But I but I promise you that if you go to win uh, the World Cup yeah, for I'm any not, country, I'm not no, sure that I'm gonna play for the Finnish national team. Well, but that 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 is that is true, and I not think not at least as a grown up, maybe like under seventeen or under nineteen, but not like for the. That's good. Well, you just have to keep on working so you can choose. You can choose, but they, but they, but then of course the the national teams they require. They're not like a club team, so. Like, it's so funny, like how my friends like say it. Like they're just like, like I swear to God that like in five, five four years the Finnish national uh, national team is gonna be just full of refugees and everything that there will no like. And then I was like, they are like very good, like, like the no the Finnish uh, under 19 like won, mm. like nearly won it the Italian under 19 team, but um, well that might happen. But I think there are, I've met like, like super many like like I know these twins. Mm. They're like. Um, 15 or 16 mm. they're like I, I, like they're so good mm. I, uh, I I'm quite sure that I, I'll see them like in the under 19 team like in a year mm. well let, 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 let's hope let's hope that the future is a little bit brighter than the past in this sense but uh, but I think that I think that that's that's something that can happen and I think that the national teams are also here uh, going to change 
change their form and and look uh, in future a lot. Uh, but of course, it takes a lot of practice to get into any national team. But yeah. we wanted to say uh, you have also you have your own project also on YouTube. Uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about. So do you want to explain that uh, before oh, we go? Maybe you can explain. Give a plug to your well, project. I can't really call it a channel. Well, kind of, but please um, go subscribe to Super Lundlet Techers. Uh, basically, SLT. Mm. But it's, I can't really call it a channel because I make videos like every. Sort of yeah, not so often, but you know, you still there's still like there's still videos there, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can go check it out. So one can go on and and subscribe to that, have a look at those videos, and perhaps there will be something something more also there there in future. All right. Well, thank you very much uh, to you. This has been uh, Electric Vovusela. Uh, this is the episode three now. Uh, Go and feel free to follow us on Twitter. The Electric Vuvuzela is at eVuvuzela. Uh, that's where we are updating a lot of things we're talking about. And you can also contact us if you want. And uh, subscribe to the podcast, of course. That's always a nice thing to do. Um, and, 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 and feel free to get in touch with us if there's any ideas that you would like us to talk about. Uh, today we didn't talk so much about the international champions cups. It's a little bit. Uh, it's a. It's it's this preseason friendlies. It's like a new way of calling preseason friendlies. Uh, yeah. uh, most players, uh, most top players, seem to be still on a summer holiday after the World Cup. The ones who were there, and it's not so exciting. Also, you mentioned the under 90s European Championships, um, which is actually held in Finland, but not not anywhere particularly near to us. So that that we didn't talk so much about, but. Uh, next time we're gonna have more um, more uh, more topics. That's in two weeks' time. Now, uh, thank you very much for listening, and talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Electric Vuvuzela. <laughs>